Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is August the 6th, 2020. It is also the 146th day of the virus. We find ourselves again in Mark chapter 9. We're going to start in verse 17, where Jesus is encountering a father who brings a seizing demon-possessed son with a big problem to him. And he says, someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And then Jesus gives this great rebuke. He doesn't just rebuke the father, the son, the, the scribes who are with him. He rebukes the entire generation. Listen to this, verse 19. And he answered them, O faithless, and, and another uh, gospel says, twisted generation, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I able, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell down on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it is asked, it is often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. Another gospel says that it's trying to shatter him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. So let me just pause there and say that this there's an argument here and it's regarding the abilities of jesus uh, which is what the father wants he wants the kid to be healed but remember this is jesus who's walked on water he's raised the dead he's healed uh, whole towns worth of, of people before so and this is what the father wants he wants the abilities of jesus as opposed to what Jesus is asking for, he flips this and says, I want your belief in in my lordship. So the father primarily asks for what is actually secondary. He asks for access, if you will, access to Jesus, his superpowers. And Jesus flips this and says, no, what you need is belief in my primary thing, which is my lordship, my sovereignty, who I actually am. I'm a Lord who does what he wants, I, and I can heal, uh, but I can also allow suffering. I can raise from the dead. I can also allow death. I can fix hunger. I can also uh, allow famine. I can even cause famine. So let's let's continue. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. So he 
rebukes the father in a, in the sense saying what you're asking for is my abilities rather than for a relationship with me. Uh, so Jesus is saying, hey, I'm not a magician for your purchase or your beck and call. I am Lord. Now, granted, a Lord who sometimes does miracles and does things, but certainly not an it to be accessed and utilized, but a Lord to be sovereign and to be believed in and to be uh, be one that we humble ourselves for. So Jesus is asking for uh, his this man's belief. So in verse 24, which I think is the critical one, and 23, Jesus says, if you can, or if I can, all things are possible for the one who believes. And immediately the father of the child cried out, I said, I believe and help my unbelief. So we need to have belief in the right Lord, and that is the revealed Lord. We have to access the God who really is. Not So let me just say something about the name and claim and the word of faith. And maybe you've heard this line, if you had enough faith, you'd be healed. And I would say to that person, if you had the right Lord the revealed Lord, the true Lord, you wouldn't say that because that's not that's not the way the Lord operates. If you had enough faith, you'd have a Bentley car or something. And I would say to that person, if you had the right Lord, you wouldn't say that. So when I think about quote-unquote faith-based organization, which is a term that always irritates me. It's not just faith. It's not just having uh, faith. We all have faith. It's faith in what, in who, specifically, if we're talking about the Lord, because it's it's not an object, uh, but the target, if you will, of our faith is this real God. And, a, and Jesus is asking, have a relationship with me have a belief in me, show me action for me that you really do have belief and confession. So I think Jesus is rebuking this man and the whole generation saying it's always wrong to make the secondary, that is Jesus's abilities and miracles and provision, to make those things primary. Jesus is asking focus on the primary thing, which is faith and faith in me, faith in the right Lord, not faith in this pie-in-the-sky service station uh, God. And then back to yesterday's point, which is a great one, which is how, how do we do on faith? Well, we all are somewhere along this faith continuum. We can all have more faith. And I think just the Father does such a great job. And he says, I do believe but help my unbelief. So again, I wish to say that. And then I think the rebuke to the disciples is important to recall as we close, is this kind of problem cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. And so what's prayer? Prayer is humility and submission to this true lordship of God. It is a demonstration of the faith we have in uh, in the right God. So I think today we need to have faith and have faith in the right Lord. 
and then ask for more and more faith. amen.